I first stumbled on the Taiwan Oregon night market case, I had a spine-chilling feeling learning about a crime syndicate that harvests organs forcibly. Most incredibly, it happened in a country that people commonly assume to be safe, Taiwan. As I pen down my notes on the case, I seek solace that the syndicate has been dismantled and perpetrators apprehended. From 1UP Media, this is Bedtime True Crime. Today's story takes place in Taoyuan, Taiwan in the winter of 2022. Taoyuan has a long history of beauty. In its early days, the land was fertile, which brought early farmers into the area. Over time, peach farms sprung up all over Taoyuan's abundant land, and the area was renamed as Peach Garden, in Chinese, Taoyuan. Today, it's a special municipality, in a dynamic city in the northern part of Taiwan. Still retaining its ancient heritage, Taoyuan has become an exquisite blend of vintage architecture meets modern innovation. During the day, locals might be found hiking or visiting a fresh fish restaurant around Taoyuan Ximen Reservoir, a place known for its shimmering turquoise waters and picturesque backdrop filled with layers upon layers of mountains and valleys everywhere. Come nightfall, Taoyuan's skyline comes alive with a dazzling display of neon lights, from the bustling smelly tofu night markets to the neck-craning skyscrapers congregated in the city center. But in the winter of 2022, Taoyuan was keeping a secret. Nestled deep inside Chengli District, a special police task force was monitoring the web. There were rumors of a new crime syndicate, with tendrils spread all the way to Cambodia, whose activities would soon grip the nation. On November 4th, 2022, a young man whose pseudonym was Awe began his day like any other. Times are tough, with rising inflation and the world calling Taiwan as the most dangerous place on Earth. Awei began his day with a desperate search for a new job. But today, he was more sprightly, as a former classmate by the name of Xie had agreed to meet him with the promise of a fresh start. Not much was known about Xie. He was 29 and seemed to have many connections overseas. But to Awei, that was enough. After all, he really needed the opportunity, and a school reunion seemed like fun. During dinner, Awe would meet Xie, possibly talk about the simpler days when they were both primary school students, before downing some Chinese red wine. Baizu, or Chinese rice wine, is pretty potent stuff, minimally around 12% in alcohol percentage which can go up to 70%. But Awe might have likely felt safe, as crime was at an all-time low and he was in the company of an old friend. So, cup by cup, he finished his wine without realizing that the wine was finishing him. By midnight, he was completely inebriated, but Xie was not. 
and proceeded to carry Ah Wei away out of the restaurant, where the pair faded into the dead of night. Here's where the story is about to get dark. You see, Xie had promised Ah Wei a job in Cambodia that pays roughly 2,000 USD a month. Better yet, the company would pay for his mandatory full health checkup before flying him over to Cambodia, a procedure that didn't seem too strange as the COVID-19 pandemic was still in full swing. But the health checkup wasn't a pandemic procedure. It was an organ screening to identify if Awe had a pair of healthy liver and kidneys for sale. In the black market, illegal organ operations can vary in degrees of safety, of which the most common is what we call the human refrigerator procedure. It involves first sedating a victim via depressants, then icing them with a cold bath. An operator would proceed to make wide incisions with the intention of removing the organ as quickly and cleanly as possible before leaving the victim in the cold bath alive. Often the victims of this horrid procedure would wake up in a freezing cold bath of their own blood and a note left informing them of their organs being removed. In other words, Awe was about to go through living hell if he couldn't sober up in time. Back in Taoyuan, Xie brought his friend to another group named the Snakehead Gang, where a trio had met them. The group then took Awe to a motel and assumed to have driven him to different banks as far out as Sinchu, a one-hour drive away to open up bank accounts. Fortunately, the bank employees who had observed Awe had found him too drunk and declined to help the gang. Exhausting their options to milk more money from Awe, they decided to put his organs up for sale online. In the dark world of illegal organ selling, there are a couple of terms and processes in place. Typically, victims like Awe are called piglets, and these piglets are paired with a middleman who would connect buyers to piglets. Nicknames of middleman can vary. Some are practically called car dismantlers, while others have more creative names. The operation expertise needed an extensiveness of organ donation determines the procedure, of which full dismantlement is the most stomach-churning term. It refers to the removal of heart, liver, kidney, and in some cases, cornea. The Snakehead Gang had connected with a middleman named the Car Dismantler and placed ads on secret telegram groups explaining that they had a piglet and was hoping to close the deal tonight. Very quickly, the team received a telegram message, agreeing on a deal tonight by an abandoned parking lot. It was an unknown buyer who agreed to pay close to 90,000 USD to close the deal. Awe's life just got significantly shorter, but he was still too inebriated to sense the danger ahead. Down by the parking lot, the group of five, including Awe, stepped out, 
At that time, it was likely that Awe would have looked ripe to any organ buyer, with his cheeks red and rosy from Asian flush. The group met another, and after they exchanged words to be certain that the group of four had intended to sell Awe, a loud sound was heard. Nothing short of a miracle, the middleman who contacted the group was an undercover cop and the Snakehead gang had been under surveillance for some time across five different locations from car dealerships to the nightlife districts across Taoyuan. In fact, the monitoring had happened a while ago, by chance because of a police raid that started in Cambodia. About 1,300 miles or 2,000 kilometers away from Taiwan lies Cambodia, an independent country bordered between Thailand and Vietnam. Cambodia is most famous for Angkor Wat, a beautiful UNESCO heritage site built in the early 12th century. Considered as one of the most religious monuments in the world, it is a sight to behold, as are many parts of Cambodia famed for its temple architectures. But a rising issue was emerging in the beautiful country particularly in the western province of Otter Min Chi and the southern port town of Sihanoukville. These areas had turned into a casino belt, which were recently discovered as slave compounds. All across China, India, Indonesia, Malaysia, and Vietnam, a human trafficking ring was luring people into Cambodia with hopes of proper work. For many of the victims who arrived, they would soon learn that their job were gang-related, but struggled to escape for fear of torture, beating, and electrocutions. In the end of 2022, Taiwan police were investigating a fraud case with links in Cambodia when they confiscated a mobile phone belonging to a person named Lin. In the phone, Lin had used explicit terms referring to organ harvesting and identified a piglet by the name of Huang. To be thorough, investigators contacted Huang, who initially refused to talk to the police, but after some time, relented and revealed to the Taiwan authorities of a gut-wrenching crime syndicate by the name of Snakehead. According to Huang, the key team of Snakehead were Lin, Sai, Wang, and Xie. Lin was in charge of finding organ buyers, also known as the middleman, while Sai and Wang were in charge of managing the international departures and arrivals of the piglets. The last person, Xie, was in charge of finding piglets, which was why he contacted his old friend, Ah Wei. Their modus operandi was the same back in July 2022. When they were dealing with Huang, they had promised a job, then ran a health checkup with the pretext of COVID precautions. But unlike Ah Wei, Huang had an actual buyer for his organs, promising around 15,000 USD up front and another 15,000 USD when he arrived in Cambodia, fresh. Huang was actually flown into Cambodia and was moments away from harvesting before the buyer pulled out which was the only reason why Huang survived. Uncertain of what to do next, the team abandoned Huang, and with the help of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, he was sent back to Taiwan, 
Armed with the syndicate's identity from Huang, the Taiwan police conducted their stakeouts and monitored the group, culminating in the night of the car park, where the syndicate's key personnel were finally caught. Ah Wei was rescued and returned home safely. In total, five people were arrested, and shortly after, four more were caught, dismantling the organ crime syndicate. But the web of deception runs wide, as Taiwan police are discovering more connections with the group. From scams and cyber slaves, the group is well-connected with other Cambodian and Taiwanese criminal groups that formed an extensive network that coerced then trapped their victims. The prevalence of Cambodian human traffickers and the nation being a hotspot for the deprivation of freedom had downgraded Cambodia's ranking to Tier 3, the lowest tier based on the U.S. Department of State. And syndicates in Taiwan clearly seem to be noticing, taking advantage of the system. Four months later, from when the snakeheads were caught, three more were apprehended as part of a deception ring that tricked Taiwanese hopefuls into Cambodia in the promise of a new job. They were sentenced between three to eight years in jail. A month later, a Taiwanese group named the Bamboo Union were caught and sentenced between 11 to 18 years for forcing as many as 88 people to join their fraud ring in Cambodia. The verdict for the Snakehead Gang had not been released yet, though it is certain that they were charged with attempted human trafficking. Public prosecutors are also stacking multiple offenses, such as the deprivation of freedom, coercion, deceit, and attempted harvesting of human organs, likely to ensure the verdict would be heavy. The Snakehead Gang is unlikely to return anytime soon, with its partners on the run as authorities continue to close in on their activities. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to follow us. Rest well, and see you in the next Bedtime True Crime. <laughs>